When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. Ricard Raquel is currently in the midst of his worst stretch since joining the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's gone the first 10 games of the season without a goal, and while he does have three assists, two of them came on Saturday against the San Jose Sharks. And as I talked about on my Iceberg recap show yesterday, let's not take anything from that Sharks game too seriously because the Sharks are an unserious team this season. So three assists in 10 games, no goals. It's not like slow starts or something that he hasn't experienced in the past. In 2014-15, it took him 25 games to score his first goal of the season, and he finished that year with nine goals. Now, that was very early on in his career, and that was on an Anaheim Ducks team that really didn't score a whole lot of goals to begin with. So we look past that. In 2020-21, the year that he eventually came over to the Pittsburgh Penguins, it took him until his sixth game of the season to score a goal, which is not as bad as it is this season. However, he didn't score again until his 21st game. He also finished that season with nine goals in 52 games for the Anaheim Ducks before coming over to the Penguins. Last season, the first year we've seen of Raquel as a Pittsburgh Penguin for the entire year, was completely a departure from what we've seen this season and those other two slow starts. He had five goals in the first 10 games, one of the best starts that he's had in his career. But it's not like we didn't see Ricard Raquel go through struggles last year. It's not like we didn't see him go through a goal drought very similar to this one. I said this is his worst stretch since joining the Penguins. However, it's not his only 10-game goal drought. Last year, his longest goal drought was exactly that. 10 games from February 18th to March 9th. Ricard Raquel did not light the lamp. The only difference is he had six assists during that stretch. Six points in 10 games, even if it's all assists, looks a lot better than three points in 10 games, especially when you realize those two assists, two of the three assists, were against San Jose, and this is the worst team we've seen in a long time in San Jose. So you see that. And then you say, okay, but he still finished with 28 goals last season. He still figured it out the other 72 games of the year. Will he be able to figure it out this season? Now, 
I understand that this is an issue that some people have brought up, but it's not seen as the biggest issue for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They have bigger issues to deal with. Can they get the goaltending to be a little bit more consistent? Can they figure out the third and fourth lines, which, to be honest, it started to it started to pick up in that essence. Can they finish on the power play? Can they finish in general? Those have been bigger issues than Ricard Raquel not scoring a goal. And I think it's also in part because Evgeny Malkin and Riley Smith have found a lot of success early in the season. So his line mates, while he's not succeeding, his line mates are two of the best players on the team through the team's first 10 games. I think it's also matched and being kind of shielded by the fact that the third line since Redeem Zahorna came up in the fifth game of the season, the third line's been pretty good. Zahorna himself has three points in six games, and two of them are goals. But the Penguins, they can't afford to let Raquel drown on that line. Whether Evgeny Malkin is still lighting the world on fire, or Riley Smith is continuing to show that he's one of the best line mates that we've ever seen with Evgeny Malkin, you still can't have Ricard Raquel, specifically have Ricard Raquel at that number, cap-wise, doing absolutely nothing production-wise. Now, he's playing fine, right? He's actually playing pretty good. You look at his underlying stats, whether you like them or not, they do hold value. 61% of the shot attempts at 5-on-5 when he's on the ice. 61% of the expected goals when he's on the ice at 5-on-5. 62% of the scoring chances and 61% of the high danger chances for. That is top five on the Pittsburgh Penguins in all of those categories except high danger chances where he's sixth. And this is a team I understand that is pretty good with all of those categories. They're high in the league. They're ranked highly in the league in all of those categories. And yet Raquel is still ranked very highly on the Pittsburgh Penguins. So that's underlying numbers. He's he's performing well. The eye test matches that. He doesn't look bad on the ice. He's just not been able to finish. And that's something that we've said about the Pittsburgh Penguins in totality this season. And that's frustrating. Because something has to click somewhere where these stats and these numbers and this eye test needs to start translating into the one stat that matters most, which is goals. You don't win games on expected goals. You win games on goal scored. Expected goals goes a long way in getting those goals, but you have to finish, and we haven't seen it from Raquel. The good thing is, he's not shying away. He's not letting this deter him from performing well. He's still getting shots on goal. He has 30 shots on goal through the first 10 games of the season, which is an average of three per game. That is fifth on the Pittsburgh Penguins. So he's getting pucks on net. Usually... The regression to the mean or progression to the mean says that he's going to start scoring goals, especially when he gets six shots on goal, which he's done in the past two games. There were a couple of instances during that Sharks game where I thought he was going to break through. I thought he was going to get his goal, and he just didn't. There were a couple of opportunities that he had that were grade A, and I thought that maybe he could have had a little bit of a better chance on that one. Shot the puck right into the crest a couple of different times, and that's just a result of where he's at. He needs to get the monkey off of his back. He needs to get the weight lifted off his shoulders. Because once that happens, you would hope that the goals just start flooding in. But that's just hope. You can't just hope 
that it's going to change. So what about the six shots in the last two games? Is that a sign that the Penguins should stay the course with Ricard Raquel and should not make any rash decisions and make any lineup changes? Some of his issues, like I said, are puck luck. And the chances are there for him. But how long are you willing to give with this poor puck luck before you decide to make a change? Personally, and again, I'm not Mike Sullivan. I don't control this. But personally, I'd let it ride seeing as the two performances he had against Anaheim last Monday and on Saturday against the San Jose Sharks. Six shots on goal is no no joke. And the opportunities that he's getting are not low danger either. He's getting in the right position. He's just not finishing. I'd say you continue to let him do that, especially because of the success of the third line, the success of Malkin and Smith, and the success of the first line. I don't think you want to change too much, especially coming off a 10-2 win. You're not going to change it. So I'd personally let it ride for maybe the rest of this road trip. That's two more games. See if he can break through. If he doesn't, you have a very important part of the schedule coming up. A lot of Metropolitan Division teams top Metropolitan Division teams at that, and a lot of good Atlantic Division teams as well. Teams that you could see the Penguins fighting with for a playoff spot, for a wild card spot, come March and early April. Those are games that you you need to win early in the season. So tonight, or sorry, tomorrow night against Anaheim, let it ride. Thursday night against LA, let it ride. And if nothing changes, if he's getting his chances but not really getting grade A and he can't beat the goaltender and his drought continues to 10, 11, and now 12 games after L.A., if that's the case, maybe you do move him around a little bit. He could go up in the lineup. He could go down in the lineup. Looking at both, up is probably the better option for him. That's probably the one that will get him out of his slump quicker. Raquel, Crosby, Gensel will become the first line. That was a lethal combination for the Penguins last season. The only pitfall of that is Brian Rust has been excellent this season. And I said it last Monday when I was talking about this lineup change that, you know, at the same time, Brian Rust can still perform well with Evgeny Malkin. He's proven to be a little bit more cohesive with Malkin than Raquel has been over the past season. But still, how much do you want to mess with that mojo when Brian Rust is coming off a five-point game? Jake Gensel scored four points in that game. Jake Gensel has nine assists through 10 games this season. 13 points tied for the league lead, or league lead, tied for the lead on the Penguins. Excuse me. So how much do you want to mess with that top line mojo? Because that's been your best line throughout the season consistently. The other option would be then, you move them down. Raquel, Eller, O'Connor becomes your third line. That's more of an option this year than it has been in years. Right? For Ricard Raquel to bump down last year, you didn't know who he was playing with. Because the third line didn't have an identity. Now, does the third line have a set in stone identity this season? No, but it's a lot more not a lot better off, excuse me, than it has been in years past. Eller is established after the past couple of games as your third line center. He's performing much better. He's certainly getting his role a little bit better. Drew O'Connor as well. He's somebody else that Hasn't quite been able to finish, but the chances are there. He's creating. He's doing all the right things. And Redeem Zahorna was great since coming up and has been great since coming up. Six games, like I mentioned, three points, two of them being goals. He had a little bit of time with Evgeny Malkin and Riley Smith in the preseason. So there's a little bit of chemistry already built there. And the confidence that Redeem Zahorna has now, 
I think is higher than it was in the preseason. I think being able to come up early in the year, getting that call, and building off the preseason mojo that he had for the first time in his career, because we've seen him succeed in the preseason then struggle in the regular season, it's happened. But to see him continue to succeed as the regular season goes on, you see the confidence starting to build. Maybe that's something that could work on the second line. We don't know. But if something has to change, that's more of an option now. Switching Raquel with Redeem Zahorna, that's more of an option now than it has been in several of the past couple of seasons. Not to mention the sporting cast of the third line, I think, matches Raquel's skill set really well. You have Drew O'Connor, who is forechecking genius right now. He's picked the pocket of a couple defenders in the past couple of games very impressively. Lars Eller, his puck vision, his puck sense, his ability to pass, I think that's a line that could hypothetically work out. But again, I might be getting too ahead of myself. There's probably not going to be any changes. Knock on wood, I've said that a couple times this season. Mike Sullivan has, has come to surprise me. There's likely not going to be any lineup changes after a 10-2 to victory, especially one where you can't really tell going in. There was lineup changes. You can't really tell if it's working or if it just worked because it was the Sharks. But we'll have to wait and see because eventually Raquel has to break through. And if he doesn't, that's a not a good sign and not a good utilization of assets. Cap space is an asset. If Raquel's not scoring goals and he's only putting up three assists every 10 games, it's not going to be a good thing for the Pittsburgh Penguins in the long run. That's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins, or you can catch us anywhere you get your podcasts from. That's it for this one. We'll see you guys next time.